Welcome to the Migraine Miracle Moment. I'm your host, Dr. Josh Turknett. I'm a neurologist, migraine specialist, migraine sufferer, and author of the book, The Migraine Miracle. In this podcast, you'll learn all about how to find your path to migraine freedom without pills. Let's get started. Hey folks, so on this episode, I actually wanted to share with you a recent uh, post that I made on our Migraine Miracle Facebook page and group and some of the responses that it generated. I thought it'd be a good thing to cover on the podcast as well because it touched on an important topic and uh, there were some great responses to it as well. So now I'm going to read the post that I wrote. It says, I received the following response to my post on the starve and sink approach to ending a migraine. Quote, if this is real, why doesn't my neurologist suggest it to me? I've suffered for 40 years with daily chronic headaches and migraines. Tried everything there is out there. How can this be true? End quote. And I go on to write, What's so surprising is just how common this mindset is. Just how common it is for folks to continue to put blind faith in a system and an approach that has clearly failed them. If you've suffered 40 years with daily chronic migraines, wouldn't that lead you to wonder about your treatment? Wouldn't that lead you to wonder if your neurologist actually does have all the answers? Why, in the face of terrible results, would you not question whether or not that was the right path? If I take tennis lessons from a coach for 40 years, and after 40 years, I'm worse at tennis than I was the day I started, wouldn't I at least consider whether that coach knew what he or she was doing? I'm a neurologist and a migraine sufferer, and I had to discover all of this on my own to end my own migraines. By using the standard approach, using the tools of modern medicine, my own migraines steadily worsened over time. And I know firsthand that's the usual result, which led to the unsettling realization that I, using the approach I was taught, had been inadvertently making my patients worse, that the treatment I was providing was the very thing that was creating a chronic lifelong condition. Knowing this, there was no way I could continue along that path in good conscience. There are some things that modern medicine does really well, the things it was designed for, and there are some things modern medicine does really poorly, the things it wasn't designed for, chronic multifactorial conditions like migraine, where we all too often make matters worse. Migraines are not the kind of problem our system was designed to solve, so no wonder it fails. But slaying the beast for good, ending chronic migraines, first requires accepting that maybe there's a better way. Maybe the traditional way of doing things isn't necessarily the right way to do things. Doctors really just have one tool, drugs. What happens when you have a condition that isn't suited to treatment with that tool? Or a condition that's made worse with that tool? Success begins with mindset. So that was the post, and it generated some great comments, and I'm just going to read a few of those here. So Elizabeth writes in response to that post, My neurologist suggested your book early on. It was only when I was at the end of my rope that I broke down and ordered it. When I raved to him about how my migraines had been greatly reduced, he was thrilled. He took me out and announced our victory to the entire office. When I suggested he give your book to every one of his migraine sufferers, he said few would make the changes necessary. It's lifestyle, it's educational levels, it's motivation, and many other factors that impact acceptance and compliance. But I'm hopeful he will now be able to tell patients about my success. 
So that's a very insightful response, but it's great to see uh, her neurologist being so receptive uh, to the book and to the message of it and open to the idea that maybe there are things that we neurologists don't know. Certainly, the typical neurologists doing things the standard way know that that fails most migraine patients, and so they are more than willing to entertain uh, other ideas in most cases. But she's also right that the typical patient isn't going to jump on board immediately. And uh, I often say this to our uh, Migrant Everland members, that they are really special and unique people, and they don't quite realize just how special and unique they are. They are the first wave of early adopters, and it's their success and their example that's going to help so many other people. So here's another response uh, to that post from Melanie, who writes, I agree and have also seen it for myself through my own experience. Migraines in my life had increased in frequency, severity, and duration for years while taking abortive pain meds and preventatives. It wasn't until I got myself off all those meds and began implementing the guidelines of the Migraine Miracle Program that I finally made significant improvement. When I started the program, I was having an average of 15 migraine days per month with less severe headaches on most of the other days. I now have about three or fewer per month, and I believe I will continue to improve. Mindset has been key in my progress, not only with migraine, but also many other areas of my life. Issues I had struggled with for decades are no longer a huge source of stress. And here's another one from Cheryl, who writes, This is so true. I'm a PA and have worked in primary care for years in the past. I suffered from daily headaches and migraines for 20 years. I was miserable, but I thought I had tried everything I was trained to do. I had just eventually gave up, thinking there was nothing else left to try. Wrong. I read your book, did research online, got off all my migraine meds, and started keto 14 months ago. Migraines and my chronic generalized pain decreased within the first month, but by month three, I was down to one to two migraines per month and have sustained that since. My life has completely changed, and I'm a new person. And Julia writes, Acupuncturist, allergist, chiropractors, physical therapists, neurologists, endocrinologist, counselor, therapist, nutritionist, just to list some of the many places and people I went to for help over the course of 30 years with debilitating migraines, and nothing helped. Until now, with the three pillars of migraine freedom, I am finally living without pain. My only regret is that I didn't know sooner. So those were just a few of the great comments that we received from some of our community members. And I wanted to share this here, not just because it's so crucial to success with ending migraines, but, but because it applies to so much in health. Everyone knows we have a growing crisis in our healthcare system. More and more of the population is afflicted with chronic disease, and the healthcare system has no effective treatments for it. Things like diabetes, Alzheimer's, cancer, chronic pain. In some cases, we can manage symptoms a little bit, and in other cases, like migraine, the way in which we manage symptoms makes the underlying condition even worse. Diabetes is another example, where oftentimes the way we treat it allows people to continue the exact behaviors that led to the disease in the first place. And the central problem here, the reason this problem grows unabated, the reason we've been unable to find effective treatments for the most common conditions we see every day is because our healthcare system and Western medicine wasn't designed to solve these problems. As I said in that post, our insurance-based healthcare system, also known as modern medicine, is very good at treating acute problems caused by one thing, things like pneumonia caused by a bacterial infection in the lungs, or a heart attack caused by a clot in the blood vessels of the heart, or bodily trauma from a car accident. It's the best place for treatment of those sorts of things, and that's really where all of the progress has been made in recent decades. But it's a terrible place for chronic conditions caused by many things, chronic conditions caused by a mismatch between our modern and our ancestral habitat. And the problem is these conditions are the very things that bloat our healthcare system and that we physicians see most commonly now. 
and that's precisely because they're the things we're no good at treating and that's why the numbers continue to rise just like the numbers of chronic migraine continue to grow because our treatment is ineffective and in many cases like migraine makes the underlying problem worse so this mindset extends far beyond migraine and highlights a critical problem when it comes to health and illness more broadly collectively we have to stop putting blind faith in a system that is clearly failing in certain areas it's failing because it's being asked to solve a problem it wasn't designed to solve and it won't solve this problem because we don't have the right tools to do so we don't have the right structure to do so so if we continue to look to it to solve problems it isn't designed to solve we shouldn't expect success and this is so important in so many levels you've heard and read the stories and you'll keep hearing and reading the stories of what happens when you stop putting blind faith in that system and start instead addressing root causes this is the only path to solving this broad problem as a society and the only path to solving this problem on an individual level whether it's migraines or other chronic problems that are now all too common we've made tons of progress in medical science in the past half century or century but medical doctors don't have a monopoly on knowledge like anyone uh, they have their domains of expertise and it's hard enough just keeping up with that particular domain so most are not going to be aware of solutions that are outside of the system that they're working in and lastly I think this entire conversation highlights another fundamental flaw in our system that we've overlooked because in what other line of work could you deliver such terrible results and still remain in business in what other line of work could you deliver 40 straight years of failure and still not only stay in business but earn a good living as I mentioned in my response earlier if you hired someone to teach you how to play tennis and after 40 years you were no better at tennis than when you started or you were worse wouldn't you wonder about whether your coach knew what he or she was actually doing? Of course you would have. You would have moved on long ago. You'd have seen that something was wrong pretty soon and looked elsewhere for guidance. And yet, the person who posted the original question states that she'd suffered with migraines for 40 years and that they were daily. And something seems really wrong there, right? And the reason is, in our healthcare system, doctors aren't paid according to the value they provide or the results they deliver. We're paid strictly by what we do or by the codes that designate what we do. And so that means there's really no incentive to, pro to provide value or results. There's not even a financial incentive for doctors to go out and seek more information or to look into alternative ways of doing things. In fact, we're often incentivized to do the opposite, to prescribe a medication and see the next patient as quickly as we can. And I personally hate that part of our system. I can't stand the idea of getting paid for something other than doing the job that I'm really there to do, which is to help relieve the suffering of the patient in front of me. So that concludes this little mini rant episode. I felt like this was just too important an issue not to include here because, like I said, it's not just relevant to slaying the migraine beast, but really to everything when it comes to your health and well-being. And collectively, we have to understand what modern medicine is and is not good at, and to not expect it to solve problems that it wasn't designed to solve. I realized the only way I'd be able to make the impact I wanted to make with migraines, especially after discovering the plan, was not inside the traditional healthcare system, because there are so many factors that stand in the way of doing so, and so many factors that force the status quo, or the usual way of doing things. The only way I've been able to help migraineurs with this information to slay the beast has been to go outside of that system and to create entirely new tools and resources like the book, the Beast Slayer Training Academy, our clinic chat, primal provisions, our online communities including Migraine Everland and so on. And now with those tools, I can now help more people probably in a day 
than I would have in my entire career inside the system because of all of the constraints that it imposes and because it is not the right place to solve this particular problem. And then things get even more absurd when you consider the economics of all this, when you consider that a visit to a doctor where you might see him or her for 10 minutes, if you're lucky, costs hundreds of dollars, usually to get another expensive prescription that often makes matters worse, whereas the tools and resources that I just mentioned are a fraction of that cost. So not only do those tools and resources help far more than the conventional approach, they do so at a fraction of the cost. And so we already have so much of what we need to solve some of our biggest problems if we just start looking in the right place. Anyhow, hopefully that explains why I think this is such an important issue and maybe will shape how you think about your own health going forward. As always, thanks so much for listening. Again, all of the resources that I just mentioned are available through our website, uh, mymigraineamiracle.com, by clicking on the resources tab and uh, the section, How We Can Help. Okay, thanks again. I will see you in the next episode. And now it's time to go out and slay the beast. Mm-hmm.